Ah, my guests are arrived. Come here, Miracle. You coming to answer the door with me? Yeah, come on. Hello. Welcome to Erskine Court. This way. Here. You won't believe this, everybody. I, in the interim... Oh, well, listen. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah, we don't want God. that on there. That's, that, that, that's the point. That is the point I was about to make. Yeah. That I have spent, in the interim, while you've been waiting for this new series to start, I've been spent a lot of money on, what would you call it, technology? Gadgetry. Gadgetry. <laughs> and I've got, this should work, you know. Oh, my fucking God. Right, and it's a little keyboard I've got next to me. Yeah. But of course, it doesn't work around me. Nothing ever works around me of a technical ability, apart from this lady. Aww. It's Linda Bloody Pollock. Say hello, Linda. Hey up, everyone. Oh, God. I I wonder if your psychic vibrations are interfering with the um, channels. A good point. Yeah. That is a good point. I'll tell you what it might be. Uh, what I will say is the one thing that I did manage to program in was Linda's theme tune. Okay, well, that's... Uh... <laughs> Linda Pollock. Rude. I did it as a joke. She, she's so lovely and fragrant and gorgeous. That would suggest she's a great big hippopotamus. Like a, like a very elephant. Yeah. No, she look. That's that's sort of the joke there. Right. <laughs> what have you been up to, my love? I've been dancing. Oh, lovely! Dancing on a Saturday night. Yeah. Which, oh. which night do you do it? Most nights. Probably. It was a well. It was a Saturday night. Right. And you had a little class beforehand, salsa right. dancing. Nice. And there was one man in the class, and the rest of us were. All ladies. Oh, lovely. So he got spread very thin. Oh, that does sound rather. And I'm not sure he didn't like it. <laughs> oh! Right, that's enough of that. Um, so you. Oh, oh, okay. So he must have been exhausted by the end of yes, it. He shaking. Was, he was a dried up husk. He's not, he's, he's not my friend Matt, is it? When I tried to set no, up with someone. No, sadly not. Oh, was he, was he quite a mover? He was a little mover. Not by mover. the end. He was, and it was his first time as well. Right. And let's just say he had a baptism of fire. Oh! Oh, lovely. Yes. Because we were all women of a certain age, yes. and let's say we haven't been dancing for some time, and right. we were ready for it. Oh, a lucky bleeder. Do you know what? There are all sorts of things you could do as an evening class, and I would say dancing is probably quite a good one. I think it's good. It's exercise, but it's tricksy, right? Because it's not exercise that makes you feel like you're doing something that's yeah, a sacrifice. That's it. that's it's it. exercise that requires a new pair of spangly shoes. What I would struggle with is being bothered to remember the steps and counting and, mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. When I've done very show business stuff before, you always get some sort of choreographer who say, are you counting in your head? And you're going, no, I'm not counting in your head. Well, of course, the beauty of salsa is more difficult for the men. I'm going to say it. It right. was more difficult for the men because if you know the steps, right, yeah. you're just doing the same footwork most of the time. Right? right, okay. But it's the man who dictates which way you go. So you're going to spin around. You're the one that decides that you're spinning around. Very old-fashioned. Right? But it was lovely. And uh, I 
do have a newfound respect for the amount of work that the men have to put in because it's all you have to change your hold, right? It's like right. changing gear. Okay. Whereas we just keep our feet moving. And yeah, look that's pretty. it. That's it. I wanted to say this that I think is a very good thing to do as an evening class. There's all sorts of things you could do, boring things, yeah. accountancy. Yeah. I looked up because I was thinking if I don't want to do salsa, what there's urban beekeeping. This this is all stuff at a local um, you know college of further education. I think that sounds lovely. You can be at one with the bees. I've got a sorry. We'll get on to spooky in a minute. I've got a friend of mine, John Price, who uh, lives in Wolverhampton, and he is. This is no word of a lie. I hope he doesn't mind me saying this. He his job is to it's accidents on the railway. And it's all a bit grim, but he is setting himself up as a beekeeper. And that's going to be his hobby very, very soon when he retires. And why not? No, definitely. Don't you think think that would be lovely? Although, do you know what? I think it's a shame to leave it till you retire. Crack on now. You never know what's going to happen. When my brother brother was at school, I always remember him saying, you know, they had a bloke came over to talk about honey making. Yeah. And it's always, whenever anyone talks about bees and honey, I think about honey. Because the bloke who turned up described it as honour. And you know what schoolboys are like? Yeah. They kept saying, uh, excuse me, sir, could you tell us about the honour? And he didn't... You know what they're like? Horrible children, aren't they? Yeah, we had a fella come in, a very ardent man, who'd been through a lot in his life, yeah. and he was telling us about homelessness. <laughs> we were awful about that. That's terrible, isn't it? Isn't it horrible? Just repeating the way he said homelessness. You get the honour. Anyway, the other things you could do, fermentation workshop. This sounds bloody horrible. Oh, God, well, that's just like controlled rotting. Isn't it? Ki- kimchi and all that. Disgusting. Although I've had, a, I've had oh! a jar of kimchi in my <clears throat> fridge for ages, right, because... Um, apparently, just a spoonful of that a day will work miracles. Well, right? keep well keep people away from you. you won't be catching it. Oh my sorry. fucking god! Yeah, but it's so horrible, isn't it? I, I, I've just had it in the fridge for ages, but I don't suppose it matters, does it? It stinks. Yeah. It absolutely stinks. Drone racing is another thing you can do locally. To me, mostly attracts a certain type of person. I doesn't bought it? a drone back in the day, right? Mm. It was quite a cheap one, and I bled over the instructions as oh a result of my cheapness because it was just kept chopping at me every time I put it up it was like and it, and it, oh, oh it God. got me it got me and it had a camera on it and I was thinking oh I'm going to get some beautiful aerial shots you know what I got shots of what next door neighbour's bush and me over the fence with a fishing rod spoon carving now there's another evening class uh, can I just say that I have taken to eating most of my food with a spoon nowadays. Right. Only because... For simplicity. <laughs> you can get more of it in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh. If you live on your own like me, you know, me and Tarawa, he uses a stick to yeah. eat his food. If he uses anything at if all. If anything at all. He only eats fish as well. But I do like a spoon because it will get... You can shovel more in, I find. <laughs> what size spoon are you using? Like a ladle. Oh, good point. Yeah, yeah. A fucking massive spoon. <laughs> anyway, listen, I digress. Let's get on with the spooky. And this time of year, it's time for clearing out with the old and welcoming in the new. And this is from my favourite bloody publication, Fate, Fate and, and Bloody Fortune. <laughs> Peeking from beneath my duvet, I saw a figure standing at the bottom of my bed. A kind, familiar face looked down at me. I know you can see me, my grandfather said, and he was right. At 15, I'd seen spirits for years. My grandfather had passed. But I knew it was him. Please tell the family I'm happy and at peace, he said. 
I did just that and it brought us all huge comfort. I'd sensed these things for so long I didn't even realise it was strange. I thought everyone could see spirits and feel energy shifts around. That's what I always thought. Mm. I would sense drops in temperature, see swirling colours and deeply understand other people's emotions. I was a good judge of character too. Why would anyone want to write to him, I'd think. When Jim will fix it came on the TV. Goodness gracious. I knew something wasn't right with the host. I mean, you yeah. can say that again, bloody hell. Yeah, Christ. Mostly, though, my abilities didn't bother me. That is until I was visited by a particularly scary spirit. Please don't show yourselves to me anymore, I begged. For a while, I stopped seeing spirits at all, and as I got older, I chose to ignore my abilities. I got married, had a daughter, and worked for a range of cleaning companies. A colleague and I then set up our own cleaning company around the turn of the millennium. We did. Millennium. Millennium. We did. That's a bit like home last night. Honey. At the Honamalam, we didn't have much at the start, but poured our hearts, souls and plenty of elbow grease into our new venture. We'd spend our days walking door to door to find work. This is graft. In mm. the evenings, I began tuning in to my intuition. Dirty get. Dirty bastard. <laughs> I knew what I wanted and I felt sure the spirits could help me get there. I would use goal settings and manifest the success I wanted. I'd pull cards and ask my guides to share their wisdom. With their support, I made every business decision based on what my intuition told me. And it worked. Within six months, we'd hired our first member of staff. Soon, we were a multi-million pound commercial cleaning oh, firm. Oh, yeah, chin wag. <laughs> Using my spiritual senses in business had worked out, but could it happen the other way around? Could I use cleaning to support my spiritual work? A bit dry, this, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. About seven years ago, my mediumship abilities came crashing back with full force. I could see spirits not only related to me, but to others. I began giving readings to clients alongside my cleaning work. I just don't know what to do about my relationship, a woman said when she came in for a reading. I listened to the guides and felt them saying she needed to physically declutter. <laughs> All right, I see. So is the answer always going to be, what you need to do is hire me to clear out your house? Yes, that's what I think. I think it's a bit of a gimmick. Turn yeah. the music off. Where you were here, oh. and we did. Uh, you told a story. I wasn't here. I was. At, I was in the graveyard. I in think. the graveyard. Yeah. yeah. You were. Well, I mean, you were here on the show. Yes. And here on the show. Okay. Yeah. And we did a, a story, which mm. I don't know whether you sort of exaggerated well, it or, or just. Well, it wasn't true. You made it. Made, I made it up. the story up because I. I wanted to. Um, I wanted. To be on, I want you to be on the show and yes. tell you a ghost story because I thought that's what you you what you could you'd ask me to do that. Yes, so I, I, so I said I would do it, and that's but I didn't have one. So no, I made no. That. Well, don't, we don't we don't deal in in untruths here. What no. we try what we're trying to do is well proffer up stories of the supernatural. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know it's what you're doing. So that's why. Uh, now with the story I've got now is definitely definitely what happened. Right. Okay. So let's let's prevaricate no more. Linda, right. put on the spooky music mm. as we give you Angelos Epithemia with this time. Well, a true story. Thank you. Okay. So I was in um, I was in the um, I was in the bus right on on Tuesday. Okay. Right. Yes. And I get off the bus where I usually get off. Nothing right. different about the day. Everything is exactly how it normally is. And it's, it's, 
And I get off the bus and I walk down the road into the news agents as I do, and yeah. I says to, um, I says to Manjay, I says, can I have a packet of fags? He goes, yes. He knows the one I want. He knows the brand. I like the one with the picture. With right, the, okay, well with, that, that, yeah, with okay. the lung on it. Yeah. Anyway, um, he gives it to me, and I open. I, I go out of the shop and I open up the fags. Right. Yes. I just pop open and take off the silver foil, and this thing goes. Right, I'm gonna I'm, just turn off the music. I'm gonna stop you there. What do you, you? There's a ghost and a packet of facts. Is that? Yeah. Hello, friends. This is a teaser podcast for season six. Now, join me over at patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste and get to hear the full season six podcast, plus videos, uh, celebrity interviews, sketches, features, Linda the lot. Come on, get over there. Be one of my special friends. Thank you. Namaste. Yeah, right. Clinton Baptiste here, offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, we've got videos, cartoons, we've got uh, all sorts of stuff, uh, all the old back catalogue and a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. All right, spirit fading now. See you there. Fady Nail.